Always happening. Last night on the Ian Lee Show, this stuff was happening. I don't know the words. I was walking through the forest one day and I seen a castle. What <laughs> does this creature feed on? A baby. He wouldn't give me my his autograph because I was taller than him. Got to get you into my life! I watch this beautiful creature with wonder and amazement. Eloise, what does this creature feed on? A baby. Pig. Do, 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 do. How long is the story, Robert? 270 words. Well, I think it was a, it was a woman. Yeah. As it was still moving. I was freakishly tall like you are. I don't know the blooming words. I was alone. I took a ride. I didn't know what I would find there. 
Can you be quiet in the front, you flaming galah? Oh. You've all been very fantastic in your uh, surf studies. Yes, he's got a good reason. Tits or teats? Hello, Clonsonis. I'm Jose. They burned a scratch in my memory forever. And. And, and. and. Keep listening and don't forget to download the podcast. Absolute baseball in last night's action. The San Francisco Giants won the World Series. They beat the Texas Rangers 3-1 in Game Five to make it a 4-1 series win. It was the Giants' first World Series since 1954 when they played in New York. Well, that wraps it for another year. So till next time, see you in the bullpen. Louise and I were literally just saying, what can we do now to buy ourselves a bit more time to finish this conversation we're we're having? Long montage? Picture (laughs) Phil turned up? What microphone are you on? Hi. Why am I not hearing you? Hello. Can you hear me? Well, no. What's happening? Um. What have someone done to our bathroom? What about four? Well, I haven't got four. Let me assign four. Hang on a second. Hang on a second. Don't worry. Try four. Oh, here we there are. we go. You're on four. Okay. Oh, who has done this? I'm who has done angry. this? Who has done? You go away for two weeks. Now I can't Lucio see comes in. in my way. You're gonna go cross-eyed. Lucio comes in and muffs up my studio. I only got to muff up his house. Yeah. So, dear listener, you join us. It's day two of um, series three of the Ian Lee Show on. Absol- we were going to change. Is Vincent leaving? Yeah, oh, but no, 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 no. He's le- he's leaving to live in America, but yeah. he still works for us. That is m- what I know. It's cool, eh? That is meant. Can I go and work and live in America and work for us? Well, it wouldn't matter with you because you can still speak. Here's um, tonight's show, dear listener: is do you live in another country but work for Absolute? Another no, country. hang on. Do you do you wo- live do and you- work in separate countries? Thank you. <laughs> No, but he's going to work in another country. Yeah, he's live gonna, and work in separate countries. He's going to live and work in the same country. Hang yeah, on a but minute. he works for, for <laughs> London. But he'll still be working over there. Yeah, but working for a company in London. No, so if no, you no. Live... Live, and, live and work in a separate country means I live in Germany, but then I travel to <laughs> Sweden for work and then go back home to my house in Germany at night time. That's what that means. People know what it means by now, surely. Okay, well, if you know what it means by now... The Clash are a silly band, aren't they? And I'll tell you for why. They're not very good. They're quite good, and the, the, the music that they play is some... Some of it is quite good. The, the, the song we just played there, I Fought the Law, and I believe that the law won, is quite nice music. And then they start... Well, you say singing. Is it really... It's more shouting. It's not proper singing. I think you could do that in a band, Eloise. I'd like to. I think I could be in a band if I could get away with that. Well, because you, you... What instruments do you play? Uh, none, none is it? No. None. So I think I was suggesting I you play could play recorder a little bit. I was suggesting you could be a good keyboardist, keyboard player, pianist. But, but you I could think be a good that's penis. Lame. I think all keyboard players are idiots. You'd make a good penis. I will not answer that. There's not. You don't have to do a lot because it's all on tape now. So you no, just press a button and the tape plays. Yeah, exactly. So it's it's rubbish. It's the worst job you can have in a band no. because you're just pretending to play. When oh. it's like having right. When I had a little Casio keyboard when yeah. I was little, yeah. I used to push the demo button for "Wake yeah. Me Up, Go Until You Go Go." Did you mind? Pretended I was playing it. Play That's piano what styling. piano uh, pianist. I do 
now. You could get one of those um, pianos that you have that looks like a guitar. I believe it's called a guitar piano. And you walk around. <laughs> it's got, really cool. I think so. And it's got, so you've got like a guitar but with a keyboard on it. And you can walk around and really, really look cool. Yeah. Really look cool. That, I don't know. Name me a cool one person that has one of them. I don't know anybody that has one of those. Exactly. It's because they know how rubbish it is. Okay, so uh, here is many, many things tonight. As I was sat here again, at the start of the show, got nothing, got gold. We talked about something else, didn't we, upstairs? We didn't really talk upstairs much. I was just, I yeah, had a, as soon as we spoke, we had a topic. What was it? I don't know, I've just forgotten the two topics we just came up with <laughs> just now. I've got everyone's written down. Thank you, Ben Jones, by the way, for doing um, the radio. He owes me money. Yeah, he, he probably owes me money, I'd imagine. I better get back, I can't afford to one leave second, tomorrow. One second, one second, you remind me of something. So... Through no thought of my own, I was supposed to go and interview Bruce Willis. It couldn't happen. Mm -hmm. Couldn't happen. And and Uh, Ben Jones, uh, very uh, kindly, very kindly, at the last minute, stepped in and um, and did the Willis gig. Now, I went with him. You went with him, and you were rude to Bruce Willis. What did you say? How did you diss Willis? I didn't mean to. So I handed him a microphone, and there was already one hanging up, but it was for the camera crew that were there, so nothing to do with us. No. And so I gave it to him, and he said, "What am I meant to do with this?" And I went, "Put it in your face." Bruce Willis, I know, it didn't mean to come out like that, but I have a habit of doing stuff like that and making things sound ruder That's than That's a topic. Are. Have you ever had a faux pas with a celebrity? We can do that. We'll do that one this evening. Oh, yeah. But so I said, um, the week before, I said to Ben, Ben, I've got a brilliant idea. When I interview Ben, uh, when I interview Ben Jones, that'd be, that'd be a fine thing, wouldn't it? When I interview Bruce Willis, I believe he plays the harmonica, so I'm going to take him a really nice harmonica as a gift. And Ben went, it's a really good idea, Ian, that'll go down really well. So, anyway, I can't do the interview... Ben goes to the interview. What does he take with him, Eloise? A gift. And what is the gift? A harmonica. He gives a bloody harmonica to Bruce Willis. That was... So I'm fuming. I hear this, right? And I'm fuming. And there's like my veins... Are, I'm doing a scanners and my veins are popping. But then, Eloise, you brought you calmed me back down by telling me what Bruce Willis said. <laughs> what, did, what did he say? I thought this was brilliant. So, he, uh, first of all, uh, Ben was all like, oh, I've got bread for you, I've got bread. And Bruce was like, give it to me after because, you know, let's get this over with. Ooh. First of all... <laughs> And then, so, and I went, and he was going, Eloise, we can't get it, go with that. So we went to go and get it. Oh, no, 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 no. So we called back. Anyway, yeah. to the end. Yeah. Uh, oh, I'll get the present here. I've bought you this. And he it opened it, it's a harmonica. Oh, this is the second one I've had of these today. Oh, in your face! Dissed. And That's uh, what happens, karma. face fell. That is, that, my friend, is karma. That's karmic retribution. That's the Probably full circle. Probably claim off expenses, wasn't he? Probably claim, claim off expenses, wasn't he? So, what, so, hang on a minute. So, what are we talking about? Um, live and work in separate countries. Live and work in separate countries. Ever um, upset Bruce Willis. And shouty bands. Sh- and shouty bands. And what do you think um, Eloise could do if she were in a band? <laughs> oh, and have you... And um, this is going to be a good show tonight. <laughs> have you ever bought gifts for... Bruce celebs? Willis. Have you ever bought Bruce Willis a harmonica? Yeah. Have you ever bought gifts for slebs? Slebs. Slebs. That's what they call them, slebs, isn't it? <laughs> I'm saving. I'm saving a vowel there for later on in the day. <laughs> I'm, I'm dropping an e. Slebs. O double three o one two three twelve fifteen is the telephone number. There's me thinking I'm going to have to do a show about pockets. I've got five topics so far. Well, I'm going to do a show about pockets because I notice I'm, I'm not wearing the cardigan I thought I was wearing. This one's a little bit small for me, but it's got pockets, right? I remember what the other topic is. And oh, but they're quite they're quite small pockets. You couldn't really put anything in there. No. But I've got another cardigan that's got fake pockets. Uh, the pockets it's got, so it looks like it's got a pocket. I'm standing up here to illustrate this. I don't know why. 
But all it's got is that little flap there at the top of the pocket. You put your hand in, there's, no, there's nothing oh, there. Oh, fake pocket. So if you've got clothes with fake pockets, here's the other topic. Topic number seven. Oh, my God. Topic number seven. This is going to be... We a... need to list these in a minute. Okay, topic number seven is... What T-shirts do you wear to bed and then sometimes wear oh, in the daytime yes. as well? Because I'm wearing a Beatles Let It Be T-shirt that I stole, uh, that I, I um, was given oh, here. God. And um, I wear this quite often <laughs> in bed. But today, because I got a bit of um, sweet potato mash down my T-shirt I was wearing all day, just before I came to work, I was like, <laughs> I was like oh no, I've, I've, I've got to put a new T-shirt on just for the evening. Oh, mucky pup. And the thing is, I tried to turn the T-shirt back to front. And turned it inside out, but it didn't work. So I had to put a new T-shirt on. So this is it. This is the one that was in the kitchen. So, T-shirts that you wear to bed and sometimes wear in the daytime. Eloise, run through all them topics okay. for us, please. Live oh, a- no. <laughs> Do you live and work in separate countries? What shouty bands are there? Have you ever upset Bruce Willis? Have you ever given gifts to celebrities? What could I do in a band? Uh, have you got any fake pockets? And what T-shirts do you wear to bed and also the day? Excellent stuff. O double three O. One two three. Twelve fifteen is the phone number if you want to give us a call. We've got a guest coming on as well. Yeah, soon, like now. We? I've got going calling now. Don't you always book guests for quarter past. Don't, because because then I'm about to go into a record on the ads. Twenty two minutes past is <laughs> yeah, the, no, the optimum time. That's fine for that. Um, so that's that's it. Anyway, his name is Dave. We th- we're not sure how to pronounce his last name. We think it's Baron or Bayron. Baron, I'm going to go for. And if it's wrong, he'll slam the phone down on us and never speak again. He di- he directed the the Frank's Sidebottom Frank's Fantastic Shed, Shed Show, yeah, which is coming out on DVD. And he's going to come on and talk about that. So it's always a pleasure to talk about Frank Sidebottom. O double three o one two three twelve fifteen is the phone number if you want to give us a call. Is there somebody online too? Yeah. Excellent stuff. We'll come back to you after this. <laughs> this is too easy, and it's too easy. <laughs>
got the same, but you got the best to play the role. You can't play with me. Despite me uh, trying to get rid of him, he's still on the line. Verinda, you're there. Yes. Okay, excellent stuff. Yeah. Y- yes. Uh, yes. So, so what, what do you think about this um, terrible story about the bombs being sent from Yemen? Um, I guess it's pretty bad then. It's pretty bad then, yeah. Yeah, okay, Vinny. Well, what have you called in for? Not yeah, to discuss uh, the uh, hot news topic of the night, obviously. Yeah, basically, first of all, that... Uh, fake pockets things, right? Yes. Do you know what those are meant for? The fake pockets? I don't know what they're meant for, no. They meant, you're meant to go to a tailor and uh, <laughs> and they, they will make a pocket out of that. <laughs> what, and a cardigan I bought from the Gap? Yeah. Then, uh, so you got to go to a tailor and say, I've got the start of a pocket here, could you finish it off for me? Yeah. Well, really, I, I might go and do, is that what you do, Vinny? Uh, yeah. Okay, okay, well, I do. Uh, What's the tiny little pocket for? You know in your jeans? Yeah. You know you got your pocket? Uh, yeah, it's a coin. It's a coin, is it? Yeah. I just put the coins in the big pocket, not the little pocket. I put plectrums in the little pocket. Uh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay, I've got a topic as well. Okay, I'm looking forward to hearing this, Vinny. Basically, I'm reading a book, yeah? Oh, so, but the topic is, what books have you read? No, no, no. Okay, okay. A, the book is about conspiracy theories. Oh, God. Oh, <laughs> wait, 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 wait. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Now, uh, some of them are ridiculous. Are you yeah. are you reading a book about conspiracy theories, or have you been listening to Ian Collins on TalkSport talking no. about conspiracy no. theories? Uh, it's, it's a book. Okay. And it's basically got a list of conspiracy theories. Just, and, a, just uh, a list. That's all there is. There's a, uh, uh, JFK, and, Lady and Diana, and Twin Towers. Yes, go on. And uh, there's an explanation of those uh, conspiracy theories as well. Okay. okay. Yeah. So what I thought, right? Um. Some of them are ridiculous. Yeah. 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 Why? Why not start off a conspiracy theory on this radio station? Oh. And, and can build up the rest of the world or country ever. ever. We, so hang on. We just said you just said. Why don't we start a conspiracy theory for this station and we can build up the rest of the world or the country or whatever? I didn't know what the last bit meant. Well, I'm, what I mean is this, this conspiracy, conspiracy theory can build up. Yeah. So it can spread around the world. Okay, well, go on then. Oyster cards. <laughs> yeah, what about them? I, I think they just give me out so uh, people can, so the government can yeah. detect where yeah. you are. That one's been, that, that, that theory's been out for ages. 
No, it hasn't. Not, well, not for Easter cards. Yes, it has. That's why, for, that's why for about two years I refused to get an Oyster card. The same thing with Tesco Club cards. I didn't want people to know where I was and what I was doing. <laughs> OK. And also, uh, also, you compare it to the Twin Towers, Vinny. Yeah. Oyster cards, Twin Towers. No, 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 but some of the conspiracy theories are like something like school dinners. There is not... What is the conspiracy theory about school... Blood? Look, I've got a guest on the line in a minute. What, what is the, con- the conspiracy theory about school dinners? Uh, that uh, they purposely give you unhealthy stuff so that you get used to eating those healthy stuff for the rest of your life and then you have to pay money for the... Uh, for how you the doctors and doctors, doctors. But hang on a minute. But we don't pay to use the doctors. Uh, I mean, private stuff, isn't it? Private. Uh, so hang on. So in poor areas, no, they give kids in, bad <laughs> food so that they, when they get a right, load of money, they can go to private doctors. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, the oyster. Uh, the oyster- another, another one was crop circles, right? Oh, Jesus Christ. And what is? I'll just go away. We are Absolute Radio, now with a cooler, smoother taste. Absolute Radio. Who's scoring, Christian? Six days to go. Spotter footballing celebrity, win ten grand. From next Monday, get them to call Christian on 0330-123-1215. Who's scoring, Christian? Absolute Radio. When it comes to standalone broadband, Plusnet, a good Yorkshire company, won't be beat on price. I'll demonstrate this with Malcolm and his trusty tuber. Here's another broadband company's price. And this is Plusnet's lower price. No matter how low another company's price, Plusnet will always be lower. For more music to your ears, search Plusnet online. Plusnet, good, honest broadband from Yorkshire. Refers to equivalent broadband-only products against Plusnet value. BT line needed. Visit plus.net for price promise details. Subject to availability and setup fee. Conditions apply. It's a double rollover. So here's to those who open the door when opportunity knocks. Who throw back the covers, get out there and seize the day. The ones who can't wait for the £10 million double rollover this Wednesday. Think Lotto. Games rules and procedures apply. Players must be 16 or over. Jackpot amount is an estimate. Enjoy yourselves this bonfire night. But remember, even a little sparkler burns at around 2,000 degrees centigrade. Don't mess with fireworks. No, that's not right. Ian Lee. Ian Lee. Ah, absolute. Radio. We have an action-packed uh, week, a couple of weeks of guests coming up. We've got Ray Davis from The Kinks, we've got Huey Lewis, Sons the News. Fingers crossed we've got Michael Nesmith from The Monkees uh, coming on as well, which means uh, once I've interviewed him, I can quit. I can quit and go home. And there's a rumour that at some point, not in a few weeks, maybe in a few months, six months, who knows, we might have Ringo Starr on the show. We might have Ringo Starr on the show. It doesn't get much. But, well, it gets a little bit better than that because on the line now we've got David Behrens. Hello, David. <laughs> Hello, Ian. Imagine that. Mike Nesmith, Ringo Starr and David Behrens. It does, it, we're living the dream. It's a stellar cast, isn't it? It, it is. Now, David, listen, you, uh, let's set the scene. You worked with um, the late, great Frank Sidebottom and you directed Frank's fantastic shed show? Yeah, that's right, yeah. When, now, when was that? That was mid-90s, was it? It was 91. 91. Was uh, it really that far ago? Yeah, we made the pilot in 91, and the series, I think, was 92 at, uh, at Yorkshire Television in Leeds. 
And it didn't get shown everywhere, did it? It was a regional thing. It, it was shown almost everywhere. I think. Right. I, I, I thought at the time it was shown everywhere. I'm since told that it wasn't shown in London, but I'm not yeah, sure about that. Yeah, because I, I, I was a huge Frank Side. How old would I have been then? I would have been 91, 92. I would have been 18, 19. Yeah, me too. Uh, yes, exactly. Uh, and I was a huge Sidebottom fan. My first ever gig was seeing him at London Central Poly. Yeah. Um, working with... Who else was on the bill? Man from Del Monte, um, Pete Shelley from the Buzzcocks, and yeah. Edward Tudorpole. Yeah. Uh, but I kind of missed... The Fantastic Shed Show. A, a couple of episodes came out on video, didn't they? Yeah, there were three episodes out on video. Right. About uh, a couple of years after the TV show, yeah. Right, I had the video. But, excitingly, excitingly, all of them, all six of them are coming out on DVD, are they? All, all seven, actually. The, the pilot s- as well is on the oh, DVD. Oh, wonderful. The pilot was only ever screened in Yorkshire. Oh, and, really? And, it, and there was almost never a series. What, what happened was, we made the pilot in 91. Yeah. And the reason we made the pilot was, a few months before, I'd made a pilot for the Mrs. Merton Show with Carolina Hearn. Yeah and uh, thinking that it would uh, be a great hit and everyone would love her. But um, Yorkshire Television took one look at it and they said, why is this funny? (laughs) Why is this funny? Why is this funny? A young woman playing an old woman, that's not going to (laughs) work. Who's going to laugh at that? (laughs) And so so they passed on it, and Caroline went off to Granada, and the rest was history for her. And um, and they said to me, well... uh, uh, what, what else do you want to do? And I said, well, I think we should make a show with Frank Sidebottom because I think um, he, he, he's on TV all over the place. Yeah. Saturday morning TV. Number 73 was his He's on number 73, thing, yeah. yeah, and lots, lots of other shows with uh, uh, Andy Crane at, at TVS. And he's, he's not had his own series, I said. He's on Remote Control on uh, Granada on Channel 4. Remote I said, Control, Channel 4 yes. will go for a series uh, with Frank. Uh, but strangely enough, Channel 4 had a humour bypass as well when it came to Frank. They, I think they saw him as a children's act because yeah. he was on Saturday morning so much. And so we, uh, I, I, I had a conversation with him, a few conversations with him, and said, uh, you know, we, we're, we're going to do this uh, pilot with Frank Sidebottom, and it, it, you know, with a, with a view to uh, doing a series for Channel Four. And they said, no, no, you're not. Channel Four said, no, we, we don't, uh, we don't want Frank. Yeah. And uh, the only reason we, the, the only reason they didn't pull the plug on the pilot at Yorkshire Television there and then was because I didn't tell them. Um, I waited until the last possible moment. You can't do that these days, David. You, no, you every, there's, there's committees, there's t- hundreds of people who run it. You have to run everything past. You lied to them. Yeah, well, that's why I can't get work anymore. Well, you're telling me, you and me both, sir. <laughs> uh, I, I told them at the last possible minute, but by that time we sort of committed to the pilot. Yeah. And, uh, and they said, well, you know, we'll, we'll go ahead and do the pilot anyway. And, and, and we did it. It was August Bank holiday weekend. And, um, and it then sort of sat on the shelf for about uh, three or four months, and it was shown finally in Yorkshire over the Christmas holiday. Yeah. And it was only made into a series because, <coughs> I, I later learned, the controller of programmes' daughter saw it and said, this is the funniest thing I've seen for ages. Wonderful. You've got to make a series about this. And, uh, and, and uh, uh, out of such decisions, series are made sometimes. And it had some, uh, it had some good people. Was, um, Mark Radcliffe was on it, wasn't he? Mark was, uh, Mark was on uh, all the shows. Mark played uh, Frank's greengrocer slash organist keyboard player. Uh, but Mr. Lake, that would have been, Emerson wouldn't it? Emerson Lake, yes, that's yes. right, yeah. yeah. And, and Caroline was in them, in, in three or four of them as well. Caroline Hearn as Mrs. Merton, because the Mrs. Merton character was born on Frank's LP. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, and so she came and played Mrs. Merton. It was the first time she'd been Mrs. Merton on, uh, on, on TV. Yeah. But what happened when we did the pilot, because as a producer, you have uh, contingencies for all sorts of things, mm. but the one contingency you don't have is for the star of the show not coming. Oh. And, and so we, it was all going to be done in a day. It was a Sunday, I remember. It was a Sunday of August Bank holiday weekend. And we were going to uh, uh, rehearse in the morning and then tape it that afternoon with a studio audience at uh, Yorkshire Television. And um, we, we started rehearsal at 10 o'clock in the morning, whatever it was. And uh, at 10 o'clock, 5 past 10, 10 past 10, no sign of Chris. Uh, he was driving across the Pennines from Manchester. With his, he didn't drive a car. He, he was, uh, he, he was, he was, you know, the, the little sort of um, 
uh, niceties of life were, were just passed him by. Of he course. Was, he, he, was, he, was, he was completely wrapped up in the character and uh, no, nothing else mattered. And because there were no mobile phones in those days, we tried his home, there was no reply yeah. there. Finally, about three-quarters of an hour late, when we were going absolutely frantic, uh, he bowls up with his, uh, with his, with his uh, wife, Paula, and uh, said, uh, Oh, I'm late. I, I thought, uh, I didn't think a few minutes would matter. I've, I've interviewed him several, several times. He never once turned up on time. Really? Never <laughs> once. Always like that. It was about 45 minutes late. He'd turn up. Is everything all right? Where the bloody <laughs> hell have you been, man? <laughs> well, listen, yeah. we, we have, you've lifted the, the curtain there slightly. For, for those who don't know... Uh, Chris Seavey, of course, was uh, played Frank Sybottom and did it wonderfully. Yeah. And uh, I'm sure you, you must have come across what I did, that once the head was on, Chris, Chris was gone. Chris disappeared. He, he, he would not answer to Chris when the head was on. Mm. He, he, had, he, he had this sort of papier-mâché head, and he had a character mode and a, and a non-character mode. And when the head was on, you could say to him, uh, Chris, uh, Chris, Chris, and he'd just blank you. And then uh, if you said, oh, sorry, Frank, he'd go... Oh, yes, boss. <laughs> That's a very good impression, David. Well done. I, spe- I spent... Uh, I w- was on his... Uh, he did a show on the, the Manchester channel, whose name I can't remember. Channel M, of course. Yeah, Channel M, yeah. Uh, and he did a, a show on that a couple of years ago, a few years ago, and I was on that and spent... Uh, you know, and I'm a huge, huge fan, and I spent the afternoon with him. Mm. About four or five hours, he was frank. Yeah. And did not come out of it once. Did yeah. not come out of it once. I've also seen him be very, very drunk whilst being Frank Sybottom as well. Well, you mentioned Pete Shelley, and uh, one of the shows we did, it wasn't actually The Shed Show, it was a show I did a couple of years later, it was a variety show, but uh, uh, Frank came on as a, as a guest star, yeah. and the Buzzcocks were also on it, oh, wow. and uh, we taped it at um, either Leeds or Newcastle, I forget which, at a, at a nightclub, and um, uh, after it had finished, we went back to some, uh, some hotel where they had this cocktail piano, but the cocktail pianist had long uh, gone off to bed, and so there was um, uh, Chris Seavey and Pete Shelley, uh, about two or three o'clock in the morning, uh, three sheets to the wind, playing the shaken back song on the hotel piano. <laughs> the, the gig I did with uh, with with Frank, the last gig I did with him was probably maybe about eighteen months ago. It's the Hundred Club in, uh, in on Oxford Street in London, very famous venue. Yeah. Very very disappointing turnout. There were about thirty five people there, right? Oh right. And I was comparing it. There were a few other acts, and, and and Frank was headlining, and Frank was booked to do twenty minutes. He was very drunk, very drunk. He was booked to do twenty minutes, right? He got up on stage. An hour later, he, he says, right, I'm fit. Right, I'm finished now. And he gets off. But instead of going off to the green room or whatever, he sits on the side of the stage and starts selling badges for, for a pound each. And I had to go and wrap up. And there, was, there were 33 people in the room. Yeah. And he gave one of the best performances I've ever seen, man. It was, it was art. You know, it's performance art, I think, what he, what he did. And it's... Um, how... The shows, how scripted were they? Or was it kind of a bit of a free-for-all? It was a bit of a free-for-all. We had a... We had a, a, an outline script for each show. We, we sat down, Chris and I, and, um, and we decided that uh, you know, each show would have a, a, a theme and a beginning, middle and an end, but there was no dialogue script. Yeah. Um, there were guest stars on it. It was, uh, it was a semi-chat show, part scripted and, uh, and part not. Um, but it was loose enough, because the, the problem with the TV, especially in those days, in the early 90s, lots of um, uh, comics of the time uh, came on TV and were constrained by the mechanics of the medium, and yeah. they didn't sort of, it, it, it didn't work quite, because, um, you know, you'd, you'd sort of say, you'd have TV producers saying, uh, right, you know, stand here and look at that camera, and occasionally look at that camera, and don't move, uh, otherwise we'll lose the shot and the lights, and, um, and, I, thought, and I thought, you can't do that with, uh, with Chris, because he's yeah. such an anarchic character, um, Frank is, you'd, you've got to give him uh, free reign. And, and so he, he had this idea, his, his goal was to do what he called a shed show, which was a show in his shed, in his garden, without his mum knowing. 
And the first thing I said was, well, you know, we can't do it in a real shed. We've got to do it a, uh, uh, in a studio audience, in, in a studio with an audience. Um, and people would just have to suspend belief and sort of, uh, uh, you know, uh, imagine that we're really in a shed in your garden. And it's not hard to suspend belief with Frank anyway. He's yeah. a man in a papier-mâché head when all said and done. So, uh, so uh, we, we did that. And, uh, and you could see the audience in shot, supposedly in his garden, but you could also see the cameras and, uh, and all the rest of the paraphernalia. And, um, and he could, within, within the, the sort of um, uh, confines of the set, which is quite a big area, mm. the, the shed we built, I said, you can do anything. You can go anywhere, uh, do anything. And he, and he took that to heart because we had, I think it was Bob Holness from uh, Blockbusters we had on one show. The second ever person to play James Bond. Is that right? It's Bob absolutely true. Yeah, he was the second person to play James Bond on a South African radio show in 1956. Really? There we go. Yeah, sorry. Uh, well, that, that's, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll note that down for the next podcast. But, but, do, do. It, it's always a question, yes. The first yeah. person to play him was an American called Barry Nelson, I think. Anyway, sorry. Yeah, Carry very, on. very nice chap as well, he, he was, Bob Holness. Yes. And, and uh, Frank said to him uh, on the show, um, Have you got any advice for me? He said, uh, Have you got any advice for me, boss? You know, as a, uh, as a, as a TV interviewer. And, uh, and he, Frank was sitting behind a desk when he said this, and Bob said, well, I think the first thing is, you know, this, this desk gets in the way. Uh, you know, it's, it's in, in person, it gets in between you and the, uh, yeah. and, and the guest. And the, guest was, the, the desk was loaded with props and everything else, and Frank said, right, well, the desk can go. <laughs> and just <upended> it. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> I love it. Listen, the DVDs, uh, are they, is it the DVD out now? Is it's it... out next Monday. Next Monday. Yeah. Um, and uh, it's, it's the, the seven episodes, including the pilot episode. Yes. Did you work with Chris after that? I mean, you say you did this variety show as well. Were, were there any other times your paths crossed? Well, well we, uh, the last time I saw him was, uh, was, was a while ago. I mean, he sent me some stuff uh, um, last, uh, last Christmas and, uh, and, uh, um, and we, 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 we talked a bit then, but we hadn't actually worked yeah. together for about for probably 15 years on, uh, on a couple of other shows after the shed show but um it was it was just it was such a it was such a fun show to do it really yeah. was it was uh, you know he he was really one of a kind yeah, i know man. people it, it's a well-worn phrase but he really was he was yeah. completely wrapped up in the character and he was not only a comedian he was a musician he was in the freshies you know the band oh the, yeah of uh, course the, of course yeah, well, he's a br- he's a brilliant guitarist and you know yeah. you listen to, to those frank Sybottom songs i'm gonna play one in a second uh to, to be able to create something like that you've got to be good to be he, able to pull that off he was uh, the theme music for the for the show he or he did all the instrumentation himself. He laid it down track after track after track yeah. in, a, uh, in a studio in uh, Stockport. Uh, played it all himself, sang it. And he, great musician, great cartoonist, great artist. Really, really talented bloke. Yeah. And a lovely bloke as well. David, Absolutely. listen, it's a pleasure talking to you. The DVD is out next week. There is, uh, there's a box set as well of, of CDs coming out, in, I think in the middle of November, and I shall be plugging that as well. Don't worry, dear listener. Uh, but let's, uh, let's remember Frank, as he would have liked, with a little bit of Zoo Scrap. But David, thank you for that. Pleasure, Ian. Cheers, my dears. What are you doing? What's it look like I'm doing? Cutting this out. What are you cutting that out for? Oh, I've got a picture of a rhino. A little Frank, would you like to take a look? Oh, yes, please. Because little Frank, you know as well as I know. I stick them in my zoo scrapbook. My zoo scrapbook. I cut them out, stick them in my crates. Big. Zoom scrapbook, he comes to the mouth, sticks them in his great big zoom scrapbook. Zoom scrapbook, he comes to the mouth, sticks them in his 
with the extra cleaning power of pre-treating agents removes many everyday stains, even tough ones like chocolate, so your kids can have a go at anything. Now available in big value packs, giving you more washes for your money. When Yellow Pages launched in the 60s, 
It was easier to find a good time than a good restaurant. But things have changed. And if you look for local restaurants in your yellow pages nowadays, you won't just find a huge choice. You'll find full menus and money-off vouchers too. And with our new video channel on yell.com, you can see exactly where you're going before you get there. So you can be sure the decor won't put you off your dinner. Whatever you need. Yell and you'll find... The Absolute Radio Ticket Store. Meatloaf. The legend continues. See one of rock's biggest acts at Wembley Arena on Tuesday the 7th of December. Tickets are on sale now at absoluteradio.co.uk slash tickets. Don't miss Meatloaf Live. The Absolute Radio Ticket Store. No, that's not right. Ian Lee. Ian Lee. Absolute Radio.
It's times like these you learn to love again It's times like these time and time again I'm getting a sore throat, Eloise. Um, no. I stopped up on lemons today. Lem- hot lemon and honey, honey yeah. is good, but I just, I'm getting this kind of chesty. I'm always ill. You are very sickly, aren't you? I think it's because I'm an artist, and um, <laughs> don't know what that laughter was for. Uh, I think it's because I'm an artist, and artists, as you know, are very sensitive. Yeah, but the fact that you're calling yourself one and <laughs> saying that makes me think that it's a bit of a lie. What, what would it be? What do you think Picasso called himself? Well, he was an artist. Well, I am an artist. What do you think this is? What do you think this is? I'm doing now. I'm creating art. Yeah, but he probably doesn't say. He just probably just he doesn't say, I paint. He doesn't say it now. He's dead. Yeah, that's true. Uh, no, he would have been pretentious enough How to say. How do you know? Did I you was, know him? Did you meet him? No, I've, case closed. I've read books game on... Game over. Uh, no, game is not over. Ga- the case well, is I've being I've read books reopened. on you that say that you're just <laughs> a radio a presenter. You're such a dick. <laughs> I really hate you at times. This is exciting. <laughs> Robert, uh, the story man, is on from Belfast. Good evening, Robert. Hello, sir. How are you doing? I'm very well. I like the fact you call me sir. sir. You can keep doing that, young man. Call him the artist. You can call yeah. me the, the artist, yes. Uh, R- Robert, you're the story man. Yeah. And you told us a beautiful, beautiful story uh, about a kestrel. And what was so beautiful about it was it was 270 words. <laughs> and that is, for me, what makes it special. Do you remember when you were at school, right, and uh, you had to write a 500-word story about what you did at the weekend? And you'd, yeah. get, you'd be counting the words, and it'd be like 470 words. you think, oh, no, I've got another 30 words, I've got nothing else to say. And so you'd just repeat something or just, I don't know, write some tosh. Anyway, Robert, yeah. have you got another story for us this evening? I haven't, Dave. OK, but what's this story called? The Brothers to the Sun. The, the what? The Brothers of the Somme. The Brothers of the Somme. Oh, so it's uh, about the war? Yeah. Okay, it's let's... Both, it's, it's told from both sides of France. Oh, so from the good, the, the good guys and the Germans? Yes. Okay, this will, be, this will be interesting. I look for... Robert, away you go. Okay, here we go. Brothers of the Somme. The chances we wait up to our knees in water and mud. You know By the way, Robert, sorry, Robert, sorry to stop you. How many words has this one got? It's one, two, three, four, five, six verses... Okay. Is that okay? How many words are in each verse? Um, about 20. Oh, that's a 20 times 6 is 120. Beautiful. Beautiful. Hang on a minute. Sorry. Did you say verses? Verses, yes. That's a poem, not a story. That's a poem, yes. Stay there, Victoria. (laughs) Oh, Victoria, you're the show's poet laureate. Yes, I know. Now, I've got to diminish (laughs) it. Hello. Yes. Hello. 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 Uh, I was on about read. You were on about reading poet other people's poems. When? What if I was this person in a past life? Hang on a minute. This is a conversation we had about three months ago, <laughs> where Victoria <laughs> wanted to read other people's poetry, and I said, "No, I only want you to do your this own poems." This, uh, Robert, I know, but Victoria's bringing up an issue from literally three months ago. <laughs> I think it was a mistake to mix the two. Uh, this is awful. This is, this is oil and water. Victoria, you can only phone up and do your own poems. I, and I've got to I be honest. It. Yeah, but I, I, uh, I, I, was, I wrote them a very long time ago. Right, Robert, I know that your poem is yours, and we're going to come to yours in a minute, Robert, I promise you. <laughs> okay. Victoria, I have to let you know, and uh, can you take criticism? 
Yeah. No, not you, Robert. I, I tell you, if I'm Robert, if I'm talking to you, I'm going to say the word Robert. And if right. I'm talking to Victoria, I'm going to say the word lady. Okay. <laughs> okay, sir. Lady. Can, yeah. Can you take criticism? To you. Well, yeah, but don't just be rude just because I'm going to say something rude to you. Well. Hello. You don't want to move. Huh? Oh, sorry. Uh, Why uh, don't you say to your wife you don't want to move? Oh. <laughs> what? What is... What? I've got... I've literally, what? What? Why don't you say to your wife you don't want to move, Ian? But I do want to move. <laughs> you don't. No, I do. We want to buy... We're buying a nice house. Victoria says oh. you don't, Ian. You don't. I, I, <laughs> may, maybe I don't want to move. Maybe I'm happy in that, that pokey flat we're in. Yeah, but perhaps you're right. <laughs> I thought you had a big house. No, I've got a nice flat, but we, we're moving to a house. Oh, 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 that's a good idea. It's not bad, is it? <laughs> right, Robert. Yes? Let's hear your poem, and then we'll okay. come back to Victoria if I feel like it. Robert, where you go? Yeah. I want criticism. You want criticism? Yes. You're a bloody idiot. OK, carry on. I'm joking, <laughs> I'm joking, I'm joking, I'm joking. Away you go, Robert. OK, sir. In the chances we whip up to your knees in water and mud, Young men, young men lie dead and dying, who goes like this is covered with blood. A sergeant shouts, Right, lads, we're going over the top, mm. get ready. How many more will die on the 1st of July? Mm. Under darkness and under fire, we run in no man's land. Mm. We pray in the shadows that God would give us hand. We're shot and blown up by mines, smell of blood is in the air. Men lie wounded and screaming, we're of ammunition, we can't return fire. We can only move forward in darkness, the dead ball across the barbed wire. Our last thoughts are for our loved ones so far from home. Oh Lord, why have you forsaken us? Many of us will die alone. We fought side by side, we fell united as brothers. Our last prayers are for our family, wives and mothers. For our last dying breath we ask, God, will you remember us? Will you remember us? That's it, finished. <laughs> Yeah. Put the razor blades down. Put the uh, put the aspirin down. With everything's fine. He's finished now. That was excellent, Robert. All right. No, it was. I'm not just saying it. It was excellent. It was a little bit miserable. I, the the Kestrel story was a bit more what, uplifting. Why would you think a poem about the war is going to be uplifting? Well, no, I I I, I wouldn't. I just as, as, halfway through that, when there was blood on on the dead soldiers' faces, I was thinking, I wish Andre would call it. It just felt a little bit out of place within the context. Of a fun, light-hearted... I liked it. I, uh, listen, I know what you're doing, Eloise, and I hate you for doing it. You're sucking up to him. When you, <laughs> you were... She was giggling, Robert. Was she? Yes. I know, I never. No, I don't, I never. I was laughing at no, you. No, it was... It, considering we've got Remembrance, um... The thing coming Don't up soon. Don't do this because no. I get very soppy about all this. No, it's, I'm, I'm saying it, the timing is perfect. It's, what is it, the 2nd of November now, uh, and it's the poppies are on sale. Oh, good. I it's, thought it's, you were going to just no, be no, up no, me no, again. No, not at all. With, with poppies on sale and all that, it's in all of our thoughts, those that have died, to protect our... <laughs> Victoria, what are you laughing for? <laughs> Why are you laughing? I don't know, I don't know. You, uh, Victoria, can I ask you a question? Have you been drinking what? or taking drugs this evening? No. Have you had hard sex this evening? I haven't had sex for about five years. Oh, jeez, <laughs> really? Yeah. Okay, yeah. well, we'll, see. We'll, we'll run a competition I after midnight. I've what it means. Well, it's, it's when a man... Is, no. <laughs> well, we'll, have a, 
We'll have a competition after midnight, Victoria. We'll find someone. <laughs> Robert, that was excellent. Thank you very much. Okay. Could you, you, can you call again with another story? I will indeed, yeah. Okay, mate. Thank you. Take care, Robert. Bye. Can you call me sir one more time? Sir. There we go. Uh, what a nice lad. He is nice. <laughs> he is nice, Victoria. Oh, He's, yes. Yeah. I do feel the need to jump out of a window, but... But... I think it needs the light and shade. What, this show? Yeah. Do you think we should have a bit in the show where it's, like, it's really miserable? <laughs> I don't know if I'd go that far, but I'll well, embrace it when it's there. That's what we just did. <laughs> that's what we're, OK, from t- tomorrow we're going to have a five-minute miserable corner where people can just phone up um, and be miserable. Bone, yeah, yeah. Bone. <laughs> All right. Victoria, I'm, I, I, listen, here's the criticism, OK? And I've been, I've been shielding this from you because I like you. <laughs> All right, then. Go on, then. I do... When, every time you're on... Yeah. I do get a lot of emails from people and on the Facebook saying um, that your poems are rubbish. Now... I'd love to hear oh. Victoria try and do one like that, bless her. No, I don't... Oh, oh. <laughs> but, Victoria, I like your poems and that's why you're the show's Poet Laureate. Yeah. And you're an well, artist. Can I read you one, one other one, then? Is it one you've written? In a past life, No, yeah. no, you can't. <laughs> I will not let you do that. Your poem... <laughs> Your poems are good. I don't want you reading some tosh by someone else. Yeah, no. My favourite one still is when you did changed your cat one to Sherilyn. Yeah, that was good. Yeah, that was good. That was yeah. fun. Those are fun days. Remember that? Those fun days. Yeah, Sherilyn right. with a collar on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and her, li- her little paws. Oh, dear. <laughs> Where do you stand on the great Jenny Agatha debate, Victoria? Jenny Agatha? Oh, yeah. no. Hot or not? I, I, I like Pam, Pam Ayres. I like Pam Ayres' poems. Uh, but you don't like Jenny Agatha's poems? I've never heard any of them. No, well, I was talking more about her looks. I, d- I can't think who she is. You don't know who Jenny Agatha is? I can't put a, put a face to she it. Was no. in Lo- she was in Logan's Run. She was in American Wealth in London. She was in The Railway Children. Oh, oh like, yeah, I like Jenny Agatha, yeah. Okay, so ignoring the railway children, although I believe she was 18, but just in case she wasn't, let's move on to when she was in her 20s. Yeah. Hot or not? No, no, I wouldn't call her hot. Okay. I, had a no. row, I actually had a row with my... I had a row... Listen, this is at the weekend, right? I say to my in-laws, I had a row with my wife about whether Jenny Agatha is hot or not, and then it turns out... Because we're moving, we, I've got this big American fridge freezer that's got an ice maker on it and everything, and I love it. I, I think she'd be a nice person to marry. Okay, I've moved on from yeah. that now. <laughs> I've got this big American fridge freezer, and I said to my wife, you know, when we move, the kitchen's going to be a bit smaller, we won't be able to take the fridge freezer with us, and I love it. And my father-in-law went, good, I hate that freezer. I went, what? Mm. I've always hated that freezer. Where did that come from? A real venomous attack against my fridge freezer. You're going to sell it? Have you got a real thing about it? Can I have it? I think it makes a lot of noise. That's what it is, you know. (laughs) I've just faded her down there, Louise. She was was banging on a bit. What did you say this lady was in? I'm just doing a quick Google photo. Jenny Agatha, A-G-U-T-T-E-R. You can buy it, but it won't fit in your... Oh, yeah, no, she is hot. She's hot, man. You can buy it, but it won't fit in your house. I like her in these raggedy things. Is anybody listening to me? I can buy it, but it won't fit in my house. Yeah, blah, blah, blah.
Celebrity win 10 grand from next Monday. Get them to call Christian on 0330 123 1215. Who's scoring Christian? Absolute Radio. What does it take to become the ultimate family hero? My daddy has super strong cuddles. My mum reads minds and stories. My granddad is just like Superman, but old. I think my mummy has eyes in the back of her head. Family heroes deserve to be celebrated, which is why Volkswagen are on the hunt for the ultimate family hero. The winner gets the ultimate family car, a brand new Touran or Sharan. Our incredible finalists need you. Vote for your favourite at ultimatefamilyhero.co.uk and you could win a family holiday for four. On fireworks night, some things just have to be. 
Someone has to be official fireworks lighter, and everyone has to go, ooh, like it's the first time they've ever seen fireworks. When you nail in the Catherine wheel, there has to be an old nail there from last year. Then the Catherine wheel has to get stuck. And, to warm you up, it has to be hot dogs. But you have to bite them away from your body to avoid getting ketchup and onions all over your coat. And always, that ketchup has to be Heinz. Ian Lee on Absolute Radio. We're struggling through this. I, why am I, I'm always ill. I, I, I need vitamins. I do eat. I, I eat fruit. I had a, I had a, a lovely pair of plums today. That's a true story. That's based on a true story. Uh, Ian Lee, Absolute Radio, 0330-123-1215 is the phone number if you want to give us a call. Tomorrow's show, Ray Davis of The Kinks. Very exciting. I need to remember. Is it tomorrow, Eloise? Oh, it's Monday. Oh, who have we got tomorrow? Uh, tomorrow is Huey Lewis. Huey Lewis! And then on Thursday is Mark Commode. Oh. Monday is Ray Davis. Oh. And then we've still got that Leon Russell. Oh. Uh, and Nesmith. Is Nesmith happening? 
Uh, well, okay, well, if oh, it does, oh, yeah. then we'll move Mark Commode to next week. Okay, we can bump Commode for, uh, for Nesmith. But I could be interviewing him on Thursday, and then that, yeah. that will go out Thursday. Yeah. And but I, it depends, unless he does it at, like, ah, 9 o'clock our time, and, and then it will go next week. Now, I, I do have some gaps in my Nesmith music collection. Normally when I ask an artist for them to pick a song, I normally have all of their songs, and I'm very confident. <clears throat> I have got a couple of gaps. I, I've got it all on vinyl, but not on CD. This is my fear. Hmm. This is my fear. I'm, I'm still going to play that game, though. I'm still going to play that game of asking him what he wants to play. Well, if it's pre-recorded, then you can ask him. No, and... Go to HMV and buy it on TV. <laughs> beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. I can't believe you've got gaps in it's the all, monkeys. It's all on vinyl. Oh, sorry. All, all my, my Nesmith stuff's on vinyl. I've got, uh... I've got lots of it on CD, uh, Eloise, but uh, there are some gaps. <sighs> it's on vinyl, you see. I want for the, uh, the audio quality of said vinyl product. Stop doing that voice. It makes me want to punch you in the face. Okay, I shall indeed listen and heed your request, and I shall forthwith resist. Tabby Vicky! Hello! Yes! How are you? Ah! Ah! Why are you always ill? What is this? I don't know. I think... I don't know why I'm always <laughs> ill, Vicky. I think I'm one of those mysteries of science. I've been quite well recently, but they're just... What it is, it, it is... You know, when you have a baby and they sneeze in your mouth... Yeah. And you, and, uh, which, which happened to me a couple of days ago, you kind of think, oh, man, I'm going to get ill now. It's even worse when they go to school. Could you get everything? Oh, then? oh And, no. like, the, the kid's always sick, you're always sick. It's just a nightmare. Yeah, well, Yeah, anyway. and then it happens again when they go up to high school. Yeah, fantastic. High school? What, your kids go to school in America, do they? Yeah, well, they call it high school in this country. No, they yeah? don't no, call they it high don't. school. they do. You're going to get a high school maiden since we're going to uh, do your sets and then we're going to have a lesson on the Barbie. <laughs> no. I heard you do that last night. Now, my Australian accent, uh, Vicky, was it over the top or was it quite subtle? It's quite subtle. Thank my you. My sister lives in Australia. Thank you. And she's got so this what? mock oh. Australian accent going um, on, which really annoys me, yeah. to be honest with you. You just did it then? Well, you did. No, I always, I always sort of. You just did it then. My, at the end of my sentences, I always go up a little bit, which yeah. is a bit of an Australian. Here we go. At the end of my sentences, I always go down. Did you get it? It's a sexual reference. <laughs> I, I got it. Anybody? Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah no. no I got that. I Doesn't got actually that. make sense, really. Yeah. Imagine if, imagine if I went down literally at the end of every sentence, I'd be exhausted. You would. Anyway, Vicky, you've called in. What can we do for you? Yeah. Um, I was wondering. It's a very special day today. Oh, is it? Why is it the anniversary of your divorce? Is, no. No, oh, that's no, a shame. no, that's actually 4th of July. How cool is that? How cool is the same day as American Independence? Yeah, absolutely. All righty. But it is my birthday. Oh, happy birthday. What is happy it, 52? Yeah, yeah. Well, it's yeah, very boring kind of day, but I had a nice oh evening. But, um, is yeah. that your daughter? Huh? Is that your daughter? Yeah, she won't shut up. Tell her to shut up. Stop. You tell her. Hello? Shut up, otherwise, your mother's going to slap the back of your legs. She's allowed to do it on her birthday, it's the law. It's not her birthday anymore. It's mid. It's gone past midnight. Has she been to bed yet? <laughs> I will. Okay, Has she... Sorry, Ian. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah, keep your mouth shut, right? Pro- okay. It's a professional radio show. Bye. Hand the phone back to your old mother. Hello? Yes. Yeah, yeah, she is. Thank you. Oh, well, she that. makes me want to puke, your daughter. She makes <laughs> bloody me want to hoodies. Puke. In fact, she has made me puke on numerous cases. Yeah, I bet by blowing smoke in your face because she's smoking cigarettes all the time and doing blowbacks and having bongs. That, that sort of thing, because you know what they're like at that age. I know what bongs are like at that age. Yes, what? Anyway, <laughs> yes, so. Yeah, can you play me a song? Well, Vicky, you know I don't normally do that. Yeah, but it is my birthday, and I'm one of your most loyal, <sighs> regular callers. To the show, ever. Okay, well, I don't, well, I don't normally do it. If I start doing it for you... Yeah, but you should, really. It's a birthday present. You have been calling me for about six years now. Yeah, yeah, I know. How, what, what... That shows dedication. What birthday is it? 46? (laughs) 
I'm 38. Oh, get stuffed, are yeah, you 38? No, it's a 38th birthday. You're, you're, you're six months older than me. Yeah, 72 G- I was born. Get, get knotted. Mm-hmm. No, it's true. What song would you... Tell her to shut up. <laughs> he said shut up. <laughs> yeah. No, can you play me S Cup 7 Reach, please? <laughs> please. Why... <laughs> why do, Why would I do that? Just because it's my birthday and it's a happy party song, please. Well, but now listen, Vicky. I know what you, I know what you're doing here. Yeah. And you, uh, you you're trying to be a bit clever and a little bit cute because it's your birthday. No, no, I'm not. I'm not being clever and cute. It is one of my favourite songs. I got very, very upset when S Club Seven split up. I I, I interviewed S Club Seven once, and they're all tiny. I bet they are. They all look small. They're actually. all tiny. Mm. Do you want... OK. <clears throat> you want Reach by S Club 7? Yeah. Would you like to introduce it? Y- you want me to introduce it? Introduce the song. We don't uh, normally do this. Everyone else... Radio, um, station reference. Everyone else, everyone else listening, we don't normally do this. It's just because Vicky is an old, old lady. Away you go. You do whatever you want. Go on. OK. And now on... Um, oh, I forgot the radio. Absolutely. Oh, my absolutely. God. <laughs> now on Absolute Radio, we're going to play S Club 7 and Reach. Was that any good? I don't know the words to it. I don't know, <laughs> I don't know the words to it. Otherwise, I would have quite happy. No, we're not going to. We're not going to do that, Vicky. For goodness sake! Of course, we're not going to play Reach by S Club Seven. What are you talking about, you foolish woman? Are you crazy? Uh, is she still there? No, she's gone. She's gone. Let's play. Uh, oh, uh, the, the, this is. Uh, the, the, what, the, 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 I'd never know what this band are called. The Double X. The, the XX. Except on this, this is called XX the. Oh, it's because uh, how you have to put it into. It's very boring. Okay. How you have to put it into the XX the VCR. Come on, computer, work, for Christ's sake. Computer's not working. Hang on a second, let's try again. There we go, we got it in the end. Thank you very much. 033-0123-1215. More of your calls after this. Thank you very much. Dive and have no fear 
the war poem from um, <laughs> that we, we had earlier on. <laughs> God, look, cheer up, guys. I, I thought all oh, this song's called VCR. It's going to be kind of a bit retro, a bit of fun. Jeez. There's your serious five minutes of, of, of a show. <laughs> and we've got no calls lined up apart from Hal Bennett. Nah. That's it. I think he's going to be a good one, though. Okay, so you think he's going to sustain 47 minutes? Because that's what we've got to fill. Let's see. Hal Bennett, the sex man, good evening. Hello, how are you? Yeah. I'm very well, Hal. How are you? I'm not too bad, I'm not too bad. <laughs> Excellent, sir. What can I do for you this evening? No, one of your topics was, um, have I ever given anything to a celebrity? What was it? We, at the start of the show, over an, a little over an hour ago, we launched seven topics, which mm. I think is a world record for, for a radio show. I put them on Twitter, on and Facebook. So? And um, one of them was, have you ever given something to a celebrity, was it? I'm just saying no one's called in about them. Okay, well, this is, this is why, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is why I don't think we should do topics anymore, because we've put seven out and no one's called in. Ben giving Brucey... Oh, my, my harmonica. Oh, yes. Yeah. How? Give, give well, us the gold. I, yeah, well, I used to work as a minicab driver uh, a little while ago. Oh, well, yeah. upmarket minicab driver. Yeah, very posh minicab. A sex minicab driver. <laughs> That's right. Shirt, shirt and tie and all that. And nice car. And I picked up a lot of celebrities in yeah. my time. Yeah. And I gave party invites in one week to Kylie Minogue and Ken, Kenneth Clark. You know, the former... You invited Kylie stuff. Minogue and Kenneth Clark to a party? Yeah, I did. I knew they'd say no. I just, I just. Well, they didn't say no. They were quite polite. They sort of pretended like they might come, but uh, I knew they wouldn't. What, oh. what, did, what did Kylie Minogue say when you said, um, oh, "I've got a party. I've got a party going she, on"? Her eyes narrowed, and she looked at me as if I was taking a piss out of her. But she yeah. was very polite, and she didn't, she didn't say anything. She gave me a pound tip as well. A whole pound. Yeah, a whole pound. It was a- an account job, so she didn't have to give me any money. But a pound. Yeah. It's a bit weird. Well, I was, um, I, it was mostly account work with that firm I worked yeah. for, and, um... Has anyone, has uh, anyone ever said to you, oh, I'm so sorry, um, Mr. Cab Driver, I've got no money, but I could give you a sex for payment? No, I've had a, I had a quite a well-known actress play with herself in the back of my cab. For your pleasure? No, she was doing it for herself. Okay, She's been okay. Away. Okay, okay. Eloise, Eloise, fill, Eloise, fill in for... Um, I, I know someone who's a cab driver, and instead of a payment of, um, money, they, uh, offered, they were given, uh, CDs. When he got them, there were six empty CDs. That's my cab story. And also, um, another cab story. A friend of mine had a mini cab driver, and he was convinced that this guy was going to okay. run... And uh, he, the guy paid him and said, oh, drop me off at this fish and chip shop. I'll be back in a minute. Um, and the guy legged it. But he paid for it. The end. Wow, I've just looked up who you mean. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Wow, <laughs> really? I to a song so you can tell me. Really? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm serious. I mean, I don't think she knew that I knew, but I did know. <laughs> and I just pretended I didn't know and uh, let her get on with it. But but I nearly crashed. I nearly crashed the car a couple of times because I was. I, I turned the, you know, the rear view mirror. Watching. I turned that down so that I was watching her. But so gonna, she was on her own, right? Yeah, yeah, on her own. And and, we're, uh, and she was I so think, fruity that she. When you said playing with herself, what downstairs? Yeah, yeah. She must have noticed you tilting and the mirror. Covering, no, she didn't actually. She she covered herself initially with a newspaper. And then she used the jacket. She took her jacket off and put it over herself. She sort of lay across the back seats as if sleeping, and I heard the zip go. And um, <laughs> do you know what I mean? I've never and, uh, listen. I've had times when I've been in various states and I've been very, very horny. I've never been so horny that I've wanted to knock one out in the back of a cab, despite <laughs> yeah, ones yeah. being in the back of a cab with three other blokes. And I said, "Oh, this was a few years ago before cars had TVs." In. I went, "Oh, you got a TV in the back here?" He went, "Oh yeah, have a look at this." And he put on the filthiest, filthiest porno. 
I've yeah. never seen in my life. And me and my mates were sat there going, this is nice, thank, thank you for this. It was very weird. But, and she yeah. was, she was happily, well, well, well done, Hal. <laughs> I told you yeah. it would be a good call. Yeah, I had a feeling. It's cool. And uh, she's one of my favourites as well. Now, I know exactly yeah, who yeah, she is. She's one of my favourites. She, she's, she's definitely hot. She'd been away filming for about a month. She yeah. found a boyfriend. Yeah. And said, oh, you know, and it, obviously she'd missed him. And they, they yeah, had a bit of, of a fruity conversation. Yeah. And I think that, and she said, oh, I'm looking forward to getting home to yeah. have a sex with you. To have a sex, and yes. You heard all this? Yeah, yeah, she's chatting in the back. Well, this is the thing, this is the thing. Uh, people think that um, cab drivers are deaf and blind. Because uh, the <laughs> conversation that I've had in the back of cabs, but mm. you, you just think, well, they're not going to... Are you making sex noises, Hal? <laughs> no, that was, a, that was a newspaper, sorry, I was just flicking a newspaper. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> no, I'm, I was listening to you and I was just sort of... You're, you're, no you're, you're creating the scene again, but this time, instead of the, the actress talking to her boyfriend, it's you talking to me. Are you in the back of a cab playing with yourself? No, I'm in a cab of a lorry, actually. Oh. I'm a lorry driver. Okay. Well, but, uh, another story, a yes. friend of mine, he told me, um, he gave a, he gave a painting, he was an artist, an uh, aspiring artist, and he, yeah. he wanted to give a picture to Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah. And he bumped into him in America somewhere in a gym, yeah, in the well, changing rooms of the gym. This is very suspicious, So he, yes. he sort of... Uh, chatted to him and said, oh, I'd like to give you this painting and yeah. it's blah de blah blah and it means this and that and the other. And Arnie said, yeah, that's fine. And Arnie was stripping off to go in the shower, yeah. having worked out in the gym. Yeah. And he was down to his underpants yeah. and then he's, he, this guy's my friend Ollie's carrying on talking to him. Yeah. And, uh, and then he whipped his underpants off <laughs> and he's going to head into the shower. So he's standing there naked yeah. and then his, finding, his parting remark was, see me later. See me later. <laughs> and then he, then he hit, and he said, "Leave the leave the painting over there next to my clothes, and I'm going in the shower." Yeah. Why was he carrying around a painting with him all the time, particularly to well, the gym? I, well, no, I think he he must have known that Stalker. Arnie was going to be there for some reason, and so he'd gone there planning to. Eloise, sort of, <laughs> have you ever seen any any famous people naked apart from me? No. I have seen Simon Pegg naked in real life. Do you mean not on photos? Well, yes, in real life. Otherwise, yeah. it's not a topic. And I've seen Dermot Bernahan <laughs> naked. He's Dermot Bernahan. He's a newsreader. Oh. I've seen his firm buttocks. Why, how have you seen Simon Pegg naked? At my gym. And I've spoken to Simon Pegg while he was naked. Ugh, isn't there rules about that? Yeah, the rule is you, you keep eye contact. C constantly keep eye contact. If the eye, the eye wavers in any way whatsoever, you're allowed to walk away and Don't disgust. you have to do, like, whistling as well to prove that? Because that's, like, proof that you're not... No, ah, the conversation started because someone was whistling in the changing room and Simon Pegg said, I... Bloody eight whistlers. All whistlers should be shot. Um, and then we carried on talking. And I did not... Well, I did catch a glimpse of his... He was um, training for um, Hot Fuzz, and so he was going to the oh, gym yeah. every day and doing, like, two hours. So or buff. the running man, or whatever it is. No, it was Hot Fuzz. Run, boy, run. It was Hot what Fuzz. It? it was Hot Fuzz, he told me. Yeah, but me. what is that other one? It was Hot Fuzz. Yeah, I know, but what is that other film that he It was done? Hot Fuzz was the film that he was training but for. But what's the other film? It was Hot the Fuzz. Run, boy, run. It was, run. Hot, it was Hot Fuzz. Yeah, I know that, but what's the other film? Run, boy... Run, fat boy. Fat boy, run. What is it? Welcome to This Minute on Absolute Radio. Right Just now. Just home time show. With Cobra. I've said this before, but when people um, hit an animal, like they hit a badger or something, they say, oh yeah, I did the kindest thing and went and smashed it to death with a shovel. <laughs> put it out of its misery. <laughs> yeah, put it out of its misery. I didn't call which, a vet, no. Yeah, no. Which you wouldn't do with a person. No. Oh yeah, it looked like they'd broken their ankle, so I went and... <laughs> 
hit them around the head with a spade until, until they were dead. Jeff yeah. Lloyd's Home Time Show, this afternoon from five. With Cobra. Love curry, love Cobra. Please drink responsibly. Absolute radio. It shouldn't take a few dodgy haircuts to find a good local hairdresser. That's why at Yell.com you can find more than just directions to the salons in your area. Thanks to our growing collection of videos, you could even view the premises, see the stylists in action, or maybe get some tips for your next trim. And with more and more customer reviews appearing every day, you'll get to know when a cut and a blow-dry won't leave you needing a hug and a good cry. Looking for local knowledge? Yell and you'll find. If being without heating or hot water turned your world upside down, how would you get out of the cold fast? Put on every item of clothing you own? Boil 46 kettles to have a bath? Or just call British Gas? With Home Care, if you call before 1pm, we're committed to coming out to you the same day to start fixing it. Look after your world with British Gas. Visit britishgas.co.uk. Limited service during weekends, public holidays and exceptional peak demand. two-hour late-night radio show starting at 11 every Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday and Thursday. In this farewell There's no blood There's no alibi Cause I've drawn regret From the truth Of a thousand lies So let mercy
take calls straight to air in a few minutes. O double three O one two three twelve fifteen is the phone number. Press button one uh, and wait, uh, and we will take calls straight to air for the rest of the show. After I have spoken to Mikey. Good evening, Mikey. You know me. Hello, Mikey. Hey. Hey. You sound. You sound excited. Yeah. Turn your radio off, you muppet. Yeah, sorry, I'm in my mate Jim's car, he's messing about. Jim, turn the radio off. Turn it off, you idiot. Yeah, idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Wiki, we told him, we told Jim, didn't we, Mikey? Yeah, Jim. Yeah, shut up, Jim. Yeah, shut up, Jim. I, I'm, seriously, I'm going to come over there and kill you. <laughs> 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 You're laughing, but I could do it. Yeah, he's going to do you, Jim. I'm going to do you, Jim. <laughs> <laughs> Wicked. Wicked. Mikey, you've called in. You're very, very excited. You're probably high. What do you want? <laughs> how, do you, how does he know? How does he know I'm high? Because I can tell, Mikey, because I used to get high, and I know what it sounds like, and it sounds like you, giggling like girls in your mate Jim's car. <laughs> in your legend. Yes, boys! I've been there, I've been there, and I've done it! Oh, my days. Oh, my days, that is wicked! He likes smokes, drugs, and stuff! Not anymore, Ian. but I've done Ian. it. Yes. Ian, do I get to request a song? No, no, you don't. No. You literally don't get to request a song. Ah! Oh. oh, nuts! Would you would you like to request a song? Because you, you listen, I, I feel we're kindred spirits. We're on the same wavelength. Yeah, yeah, Jim, request a song. No, not Jim. I don't want Jim to request a song. I'll, I'll request it. Is this Mikey? Yeah, it let, is. let me speak to Jim. Jim, Jim speaking. Jim speaking. Hello, Jim. Is that Jim speaking? This is Jim speaking. Jim, uh, Mikey sounds like a bit of an idiot. What are you What are you hanging out with him for? Oh, he's he's, my, he's one of my bestest pals. Uh, where, are you in, you're in a car getting high, are you? Yeah. No, no, no. Which no, we, no. We, uh, we do not condone. It's illegal and it's naughty and we forbid it. But why don't you why don't you kick him out of the car and just drive off? <laughs> because he's my pal. Could be like that, you Jimmy. Not not going to play the game. Okay. Right, let and me then speak. I'd be lonely. Let me speak to Mikey. Mikey, speaking. you're right in. Jim's a dick. <laughs> Jim is a total, Jim is a total, total dick, Mikey. What are you doing with him? He's boring. <laughs> I bet he, he's the one that's, he's the one that's got the connection, isn't he? But he's got the car. He's uh, got the car and he know, he's got, he knows the dealer. That's yeah. why you're hanging out with Jim. Of course it is. <laughs> it's for his weed and his wheels. It's Jim's weed and wheels. <laughs> On Men and Motors, uh, every Friday night at 11.30. Jim's weed, Jim's wheels. All right, well, in that case, I understand where you're coming from, brother. I understand. What, what song would you like, mate? Uh, we'd like, uh, Use Somebody by Kings of Leon, please. The, the what? Use, Use Somebody by Kings of Leon. Hang on a second, I've got to load it up on the computer. Hang on one second. Use Somebody. <gasps> Kings of Leon. Why this song in particular, Mikey? Uh, it's, it's just a tune, like. It, We're it, just in one of those moods. Oh, man. Okay, listen, I'll tell you what. Do you want to introduce it and I'll play it for you? I oh, my days. This is like being like proper DJ, but you ain't getting no money for it, all right? No, it's cool. But you can put it on your CV. <laughs> yes. This is you, somebody by Kings of Leon on Absolute Radio. Yeah, in your dreams, you stoner. Chuck that weed down the toilet, get rid of those Rizzlers and get a bloody job. Baby's good to me, you know she's happy as can be, you know she said so. I'm in love with her Baby says she's mine, you know she tells me all the time, you know she said so I'm in love with her and I feel fine I'm so glad that she's my little girl 
30 minutes of the show. So we thought we might take some calls straight to air. Um, before Mark Crosley steals and Nash comes on at 1 o'clock, 0330 123 1215 is the phone number. The way it works, you call up, you dial that number, you press button one, you wait. And instead of speaking to Eloise, um, you speak straight to me. A seven second delay, don't swear, don't be libelous, otherwise we'll cut you off. Um, there's a text here, you don't get this is the kind of text I get. Ian, you're my favourite arsehole. Thank you, uh, whoever sent that in. Very kind. Let's go to line one. One, you're on the wireless. Hello, this is Kayo from Osaka, Japan. Ah, Kayo, konnichiwa! <laughs> konnichiwa. How are you? Uh, oh, genki desu ka? Genki desu yo. Uh, genki desu, uh, ohayou gozaimasu. Ohayou gozaimasu. I forgot all the rest of my Japanese. Kayo, how are you? I haven't spoken to you for ages. Yeah, I've been, I've been good. But, mm, yeah. Y- yeah, but, so. but, but. Y- you're in Osaka, aren't you? <laughs> uh, what, pardon? You're in Osaka, aren't you? Osaka? Osaka. Oh, Osaka, yes, yes, yes. How yes, is yes. Osaka? It's a little bit chilly. Oh. Autumn has come. I love Osaka. You should come and see it. I've, well, I've been to Osaka before. And I want, I want yeah, to come yeah. again. We loved it there. Mm, with, with baby, please. Okay, I will. I will bring the baby. Uh, the the, the mm. only the, the only thing that is stopping us is the baby on such a long flight that that will be quite difficult to do. But uh, yeah. we will hopefully but? bring him at some point. Mm-mm-mm-mm. I'm waiting. Okay, well then, well, don't don't literally don't hold your breath because you, you it will be bad. But Kyle, what what can I do for you? It's lovely to talk to you. Yeah, I'm calling him because this is my first anniversary. Because this is uh, the, uh, on the 3rd of November, I... exact, exact today, yes, the last year, I called in this program. For the first for the time? First time. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Louise, did you hear yeah, that? Yeah, that's sweet. It's Kyle's anniversary. <laughs> that's the coolest. <laughs> Hello, Louise. Hello. <laughs> oh, I love How God. are you? Good, thank you. How are you? Happy <laughs> birthday good, good. for the show calling. <laughs> Thank well, then you. we're going to dedicate. We're going to dedicate the last thirty minutes of the show, Kyo, to you. 
Mm-hmm. It's Thank yours. You. It's great. What? Hang on a minute. What? What time is it over in Japan? Nine o'clock in the morning. Yes, yes, yes. Why aren't you going to work? This is public holiday. Oh, it gets even for better. your birthday. This is a public holiday <laughs> for your birthday. This is awesome. So, what are you going to yeah, do? What are you going to do with with your day off, Kyle? Uh, this weekend, I, uh, my friend is coming over and yeah. stay in my house. Yeah. So I need to clean everything. Yeah. Oh, so you, you're so going to be cleaning? Yes. All week. Boring, isn't it? Boring. Go on the big, the big giant wheel by the by the bay. Yeah, uh, but alone. The, the, you know the it big ridiculous. The big green wheel. Yeah, I know, I know. It's... But going alone is ridiculous. No, it? when your friend's there. My friend. Mm. I went on that wheel. It's bloody horrible. (laughs) It is horrible. (laughs) Hey, Kayo, next, in in two weeks' time, I am DJing uh, at a Japanese music night. Really? Yes. What kind of of thing? On TV? Radio? uh, No, it's just just in a club. So I get to play, I get to play um, uh, lovely Japanese music for an hour or so. Really? Yeah. And wow. do you, do you, shall Give I, sh- me details. Well, shall I, shall I tell you one of the uh, songs I'm going to play? Mm-hmm. I'm going to play... I'm gonna play... Ian, Ian, Ian. Yes? You know, I'm calling this program, and this is overseas phone call. Oh! I'm afraid of the... Uh, hang on, hang on. <laughs> right, put the phone down. Hang on a second. Right, I've cut her off. How do I... Oh, how do I get her back? I can't remember the code. I've got it. I've got... I've got it here. Oh, no. Why can't I call that number? you got to add a zero, maybe? There's no number come up. Hang on a second. Oh, balls. Hang on, hang Go on. to directory. I'm, I'm in directory. Hang on a minute. I'm trying to find which... There, there she is. That's the number. Oh. That's a bad noise, isn't it? It won't let me, get, won't let yeah. me call that number. Oh, it's call log is what we want. That is the number. It won't let me... T- it won't let me... Hang on a minute. Well, let's, let's just try. Hang on a second. Hang on. I think I can do it. I, th- I bet I can do it first. Let's see if we can do it first. Uh, eight. Are you doing it? Uh, let's see. <laughs> eight, one. No. I think I've done it. This is good radio, isn't it? People dialing numbers. Oh, mine's ringing. Mine's ringing. Oh, yeah. I, oh, you beat me to it. Hey, hey, Kayo, it's me. I'll pop you on hold. Right, here we go. Kaya, we're back. <laughs> we're back. We're paying for it this time. So listen, wow. this is one of the song. This is one of the songs I'm going to play. See if you recognise this. Hang on a second. It's perfume. Well done. Here we go. <laughs> I know. Baby cruising love. It's perfume. How okay. Do you know I love perfume. They're awesome. Perfume have got their own TV show. Everyone loves perfume. I love I love listen, I love perfume. When uh, the first when I went to Japan a couple of years ago, they were huge over there. Mm. Hang on, let me play let me play you another song. Hang on, let me let me play another song. I'm gonna be playing um Oh, hang on a second. Let me see if I wonder if I've got this because you'll you'll definitely you'll definitely know this. Oh, you'll know this. You'll know this. This is a great song. Hang on a second. Um, okay, see, see if you know this one. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Okay. Here we go. Nutty. 
you know this? Kyle? No. Oh, hang on. But I don't know. Who oh, it's, is it's it. Puff, it's uh, Puffy. Puffy, yes, Puffy. So yes, 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 yes. It's yes. Puffy, Puffy, yeah, I mean, you're kind of, they're kind of old. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't got that much modern stuff. I, the most modern stuff um, I've got is perfume um, mm-hmm, and, and Pizzicato and Five. Get a list mm-hmm. off of Kaya and see what she can give you. Uh, I'm trying to think what other. Um, oh, let's see, they're not. Uh, I'm trying to. Oh, ah, ah, but, ah. Mm-hmm. I'll try, the thing on. is, I I'm not uh, I'm not good at oh. Japanese pop pop songs. Uh, what music? I what music? Do you, listen to Japanese stuff. What music do you listen to? I like English songs. Ah, oh, well, you're no good then, Kyle. <laughs> That's useless. <laughs> That's no help to us whatsoever. Uh, well, listen, mm-hmm. it's lovely to talk to you, Kyle. Yeah, yeah, it is. And I do like you. You drop me an email every now and then. I, I don't always reply, but it's always lovely to hear from you and always nice to know that people are listening in Japan, my favourite country in the world. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank <laughs> you, thank you. You've made me think of Osaka and the wonderful time that me and my wife had there a, 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 a little while ago. So thank you for... In fact, yeah. it was about a year yeah. ago that we were in Osaka. Mm-hmm. Oh. I know, I know, I know. Two oh. years ago, isn't it? Was it two years ago? Was no, it? it was a year. It was before it was we a year started ago. doing this. Because it was just before we had ago. the baby. Last year. <clears throat> yeah, last year we went to Osaka. It was because mm-hmm. you were away and then we started this on the 12th it or 13th. Was, it was, yeah, it was, yeah, it was late October we went. Mm-hmm, oh. yeah, 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 yeah. You talked about mm, mm, the, I uh, know, big, uh, what, I don't know what do you <laughs> call it. It's, we call it Kanlansha. I don't know. Fairy something. The, the what? On the bay side. You, the, you the, wheel. Get out. the wheel. The mm. wheel. Yeah, the wheel. big wheel. Yes. What, what do you call it? Kannansha. 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 Yes. Okay. Kyle, it's a pleasure wheel. as always to talk to you. It's the wheel. The big green yes. wheel. Mm. Keep in touch. And yes, one day yes, yes. one day I will come to Osaka and we'll meet up and I'll buy you some lunch. Thank you. I Thank remember you. you. Lovely to talk to you. <laughs> Take care, Kyle. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Yeah. Oh, isn't she... Like, oh, I wish I was in Japan. I've never been. Oh, it's the best... Uh, anyways, you must go. It's the best place in the world. Is it expensive? It's not that expensive. And both times we've been, I, I've miscalculated the exchange rate and spent nowhere near as much money as I thought I had. Getting there is expensive. I'll have to save up. And they're all... Lo- everyone's lovely <laughs> like Kyle. Everyone's lovely. I have to find someone to go with. Yeah, well, good luck with that. Uh, hey, oh, did you see... Uh, you're doing that thing again no, where no, I'm no, about no, to go no, into no. an advert and you... I didn't know that, though. But I... I... Just, hey, just, oi, just quick. Did you see my message about that Matt Cardle? Can uh, can we have him on the show so I can... Who is he? Meet him. I've not seen a message about Matt me. Cardle. I sent you one saying, Ian... You said about like, Liam Neeson. I'd like him to be married to me. Can you sort this? I've got no idea what you're talking about. I sent about. you a tweet. When? Uh, Sunday. I don't read your tweets. He do. We are Absolute Radio, now with a cooler, smoother taste. Absolute Radio. Who's scoring, Christian? Five sleeps to go. Spot a footballing celebrity, get them to call Christian, and win five grand for charity and five grand for yourself. Save 0330123 onto your phone and keep your eyes peeled. Who's scoring, Christian? Christian.
only on Absolute Radio. Premier League commentary every Saturday from 3 and Ian Wright from 5. Absolute Radio. In Yorkshire, we say, where there's muck, there's brass. Which simply put means, where you find muck, you'll find brass. Another popular Yorkshire saying is, plus net won't be beat on price. Which simply put means, plus net won't be beat on price. In other words, find a price for standalone broadband, plus net will beat it hands down. For all else you want to know about broadband at an unbeatable price, search Plusnet online. Don't search muck or mucky brass. We're not responsible. That's not... That, that's your... Don't... That's not us. Plusnet. Good honest broadband from Yorkshire. Refers to equivalent broadband-only products against Plusnet value. BT line needed. Visit plus.net for price promise details. Subject to availability and set-up fee. Conditions apply and that's the legals. I am the genie of the lamp. What is your first wish? I'd like a new sofa before Christmas. Uh, well, if you go to DFS, you can get a new sofa in time for Christmas. Your second wish? Well, I would like it half price. DFS. Third wish? Four years free credit and a whole year payment free, please. Again, DFS. Being a genie isn't what it used to be. <sighs> The half-price winter collection with guaranteed Christmas delivery only at DFS. To find your new sofa or your nearest store, visit dfs.co.uk. Typical 0% APR credit subject to acceptance. Save super amounts of money at Money Supermarket. The Haggle Daddy here to say that Money Supermarket can help you find a great deal on your car insurance. We're going to help you save lots of cash. Oh, yeah! With over 100 insurers and exclusive deals. Cruising down the airways to save you dosh. Yeah, for great car insurance deals, go to moneysupermarket.com. Tell the people, honeys! Save super amounts of money at Money Supermarket! Let's start with the exterior of the car. See the sleek Seat design? No VAT. Under the bonnet, latest engine technology? No VAT. Now slip into the driver's seat. The high-tech dashboard and the quality of the interior come with absolutely no VAT. In fact, everything about this Seat shouts, Buy me now! When you pay no VAT! Buy a new SEAT before the 31st of December and you pay no VAT. You could save up to £3,000. Visit SEAT.co.uk to find your local SEAT dealer. Selected models and new retail sales only, subject to availability. Reduction equivalent to 17.5% off RRP. VAT applies to reduced price. If being without heating or hot water turned your world upside down, how would you cope with the hassle of sorting it out? Trawl through your local directory for a tradesman? Ask your neighbours to use their shower? Or just call British Gas? With home care, it's hassle-free. Just call before 1pm and we're committed to coming out to you the same day. Look after your world with British Gas. Visit britishgas.co.uk Limited service during weekends, public holidays and exceptional peak demand. two-hour-long late-night radio show starting at 11 every weeknight, except Fridays. Oh, we were born within an hour of each other Our mother said we could be sister and brother Your name is Deborah, Deborah It never suited you And they said that when we grew up We'd get married and never split up Oh, we never did it Although I often thought of it Oh, Deborah, do you recall? Your house was very small With wood chip on the wall When I came round 
Winding down. Last ten minutes before Mark Crosley comes on at one o'clock. We're back tomorrow at eleven. Don't forget if you missed the show this evening or yesterday, uh, you can download the podcasts by going to iTunes uh, or by going to www.absoluteradio.co.uk. For the last ten minutes, we'll take your calls straight to air. 
123 is the phone number. Line four, you're on the wireless. Hello, Ian. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. Thank you. Um, you're welcome. Barry from Watford. Yes. You are aware that he's doing a, a massive gig on the 17th of this month. All right, yes. At Leicester Square. Okay. It really is the biggest gig of his life, and we need everyone of your listeners to go there. There's oh. only 100 tickets left, but okay. we need everybody to turn up and support him. He's at the Leicester Square Theatre, isn't he? That's correct. I can't go. Okay. But we uh, need everybody else to come. There's only 100 tickets left, and it's a, like a 400 uh, ticket okay. theatre. So that's 25, that's 25% of the tickets. Yes. So we need everybody Tony, to you're doing a d- good job, but listen, if Barry himself can't be bothered to phone up and plug it, then why should you? Well, he's, he's uh, indisposed at the moment. Well, that's, that, that's maybe what he's told you, but... Um, well, <laughs> Tony, good effort. Thank you. You're welcome. Stand at ease, stand at ease. Let's go to um, line one, you're on the wireless. Hello, mate. It's everybody's favourite man from Bristol. My name's Gary, and uh, I just want to say a heaping dear fella. I've been doing all right, fella. If that's all you want yeah. to say, then we'll leave it there. That's nice and simple. Thank you. Two, you're on the wireless. Hello, I wear a Spitfire T-shirt in bed. <laughs> that's my favourite topic. Well done for being the only person to call up with that. T-shirts you wear in bed. I'm going to wear this Beatles T-shirt tonight in bed. One, you're on the wireless. Hello, line one. Should you be calling us? Oh dear, oh dear, oh dear. Well, you know we're going to have to um, who we're going to have to tell about this, don't you? Because you're not allowed to call us. Oh dear, oh dear, oh dear. Because we can see your phone number. I know you think you've withheld it, but we can see your phone number, and you're not allowed to call us anymore, are you? Dear, oh dear, oh dear. Well, I, it's a good job because I'm speaking to them tomorrow. I'm, call, I'm speaking to the police tomorrow, Eloise, so I can add this one to the list as well. Excellent. OK, well, thanks for that. It just makes the case stronger. Thank you. Bye-bye. I've got to speak to the police tomorrow. And uh, do you know what? I love the police. Apart from when, you know, they, they sometimes they do things wrong and they beat people up and things like that. But... All of my dealings with the police have been excellent. Uh, and I've had to go to them for several times because some people nick some stuff from your mum and uh, I had some people do some horrible stuff to me and all of that. And the police have always been good with me. You've spoken to the police, Eloise, haven't you? And they're, they're, they've been good with you, haven't they? In the past, no. Oh. But this time, yes. Yeah, oh, OK, OK. Well, let's, we, won't, we won't dwell on what they did in the past. I mean, you, I'm sure you probably deserved it. <laughs> Look at the state of you with that hat on. <laughs> I'm so cold. It's not that cold anymore. I've been cold all day. I'm getting ill. I am ill. Imagine how I feel. Uh, you're always ill. I am I'm always ill. Well. I don't know what you're like well. I, 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 you're right. I don't know what I'm like well. I am always ill. I wish I, wish I could take, trade myself in for a new me. Sometimes I think it'd be nice to pull yourself apart and go back together again. I often pull myself apart. Line one, you're on the wireless. Hello, Elo, it's Uno Natino from Crew. Uh, Paolo Natino from Crew. Good evening, sir. How are you, my friend? I would have rung you last Thursday, because that was my birthday. Oh, isn't that a shame? I was, I was not working then. But you weren't working, no, were you? No, I was I watching Star Trek Six. But 
I like a bit of Star Trek. I like the films. Which is the sixth one? Is that the one? It's the one where um, the Klingon moon has been blown up and they want to... Praxis. Yeah, Praxis Praxis has been blown up, yeah. And then Kirk gets arrested and put on trial. Then he has to escape from that planet, from that sex... Oh, David Bowie's missus entices him. Is that David Bowie's missus? That is David Bowie's... She was totally buff, man. Iman, yeah. Oh, she was hot. Day, lucky David Bowie. Yeah, lucky, Dirty David lucky, Bowie. Lucky man. But I, I just wanted to say, welcome back, my friend. Thank you. I've missed you, my friend. I miss you too, brother. Thank, yeah. Thanks. Uh, let's go to line two. You're on the wireless. Line oh, hang on, Line two. Yeah, I want to speak with Ella Week. I want to ask her if she wants to go on a date or something, you know? Right? That's all right. Ella Week. Gary. Hello? 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 Oh well. That's, that's okay then. I'll phone up another day then. Yeah. Anyway, um. Anyway, good night, Pizza Britain. Uh, hope you sleep well. And, um. May the force be with you. You know what I mean? Um, you know, um, I, I just want to say, um, uh, I don't know what else to say, really, but, um, I mean, I'm coming to London next week, so I was wondering, you know, maybe I could come down to the studio, we could have a bit of banter, a bit of, uh, mano a mano, we could have an arm wrestle. What, what, what do you say, fella? Mm, it could be good, you know? Me and you having a bit of an arm wrestle, you know, could do a bit of a wrap-off, you know, you know what I mean? Oh, good times, fun times, mate. Or well, I'll come next week. Yeah, I'm going to my uh, my mate's wedding. I'm going to stay in London next week. So I'm thinking, you know, maybe I come round. I'll come down to uh, Golden Square and all that. I'll, I'll say to the guards, "Listen, mate, I'm actually late, and I'm kind of famous because I'm the most famous person from Bristol. The famous show. And they'll be like, "That's all right, can't you? That's all right, no problem, mate." So uh, yeah, we'll see you later.